This is so wizarding. Hi, this is JD from Superhero Speak. You're listening to the Nerd Podcast Mafia. Entertainment your ears can't refuse. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare. You are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. Oh, yeah, everybody. It is time for episode number 185 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. What, what? And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Reagans. Wakanda forever. And this week, our special guest, Rough Rugged and Raw, straight from the streets of Twitter, Mr. <laughs> Al Sweets. And never freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I fucked awesome. that up. I've been doing that the last two days, just (laughs) like butchering them, just butchering that accent. It's terrible. I should stop. I'm going to keep going, though. No, keep going. That sounded good. Keep going. (laughs) I tell you, what's terrifying is when you see an interview with him and he doesn't have the accent. (laughs) Uh, That is true. That is true. He's 41. If someone dared to make a movie with him using his actual accent, also starring Rick from The Walking Dead using his British accent. I think I just run out of the theater screaming. <laughs> and then you would need David Tennant doing his actual Scottish accent. Where are you going, Jessica? <laughs> right. yeah, I was talking to people about the room the other day, and uh, they were like, "I don't, I don't understand what's even like it about, and why does everybody like it?" And I was, like, "I do anything for my princess." Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> well, you are listening to So Wizard Podcast. Three friends and a guest discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly. This week, we've got some nerd news to tackle, and then we're going to talk all about the newest Marvel Cinematic Universe entry, Black Panther. But before we get started, how's everybody doing? Aubrey, we haven't heard from you in a week. How are you feeling? I I am on the bend. Um, Noah has the flu, so he gave everybody else the flu. Um, so I am I'm on the upswing though. All the mucus that comes out of me has turned yellow. That means that the bacteria is dead. So <laughs> thank you, thank you for that update. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and Mark, what's going on with you? Uh, nothing, man. I'm still on my uh, world tour, uh, trying to become the mayor of uh, the Nerd Podcast Mafia and all of the uh, all the other uh, podcast shows. So I'm doing my thing, having a good time. Now, what about you, Al Sweets? We haven't heard from you in a little while. What's What's been going uh, on in your world? Uh, not much, really. I mean, just doing my shows, watching a bunch of movies, also recovering from a cold. So I'm at that mellow yellow part of it <laughs> i hope no one likes that drink and if you do sorry i just ruined it for you you're welcome <laughs> but no everything's good man no no complaints i as always i am happy to be back here chatting with you lovely folks who make my day better 
it's 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 always good to be here. Awesome. Well, Mark, why don't you wait? Uh, wait, oh, wait, hey, wait, wait. What about you, Joey? Oh, <laughs> what the hell, man? I tried to get away from it, but uh, I haven't been doing anything exciting. Um, I, I, as you know, I got back from vacation last week, and then uh, I literally worked uh, five straight days in a row. So literally, all I did last week was sleep and work, sleep and work, sleep and work, until this weekend when I finally had two days off, so I could. You know, go to the movies and hang out with my family and, you know, get up this morning and snow blow and, you know, <laughs> exciting things like that. So my life is is glamorous and wild <laughs> of sleeping and working. That's fantastic. Just, just like everybody else. Yeah. Pretty much. So, sorry to reveal the man behind the curtain to the <laughs> listeners, but it's not that exciting. <laughs> I mean, it was a uh, wild uh, week of parties and uh, Hollywood premieres. So. There you go. Fucking bitches. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. Eat candy, fuck bitches. You know how it is. You know how we do. That's so, Mark. SWP. <laughs> SWV? SWP. Say a P. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> please, Mark, tell us. What do you know about social media? All right, so everybody yes. can go to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week along with movie reviews from yours truly, Netflix picks from our buddy Adam Mollyhawk, our Soul Wizard Podcast merchandise is right there so you can buy some uh, Soul Wizard swag, look good while you're representing the show. Um, a good way to support our show is by doing your Amazon shopping through our website. We have a big A right on the website, so click that A, do your Amazon shopping, and that way you get what you want. You get to help out Soul Wizard too. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star review while you are there. Um, you can also review us on podknife.com. A uh, good way to uh, find us is on the Stitcher Radio app for your tablet or smartphone. Uh, Podbean, Satchel, Google Play Music. Uh, we are also on Spotify and we're also on a nerdpodcastmafia.com website. Back to you, Joey. Take it or leave it, losers. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Um, Great. So, I mean, we've got an action packed episode this week. So, let's just jump into it. Let's jump feet first into the news. Yo, pump it up. All right, Mark, what do you got? What is going on in the world of nerd? All right. So first, I wanted to get Aubrey's reaction because we didn't have her on the show last week. There was a trailer that dropped for a movie that we have been talking about forever. Early man. (laughs) (laughs) Not that one. Close, close. Uh, it's the movie starring the uh, hottest UK rapper of 1998, Mr. Tom Hardy. <laughs> <Disney> he <laughs> rascal? <laughs> so we finally got a look at the Venom trailer. We talked about it a little bit last week. Aubrey, I wanted your reaction. What did you think of Tom Hardy starring in Tom Hardy, the movie? I am so excited. <clears throat> if a, Words cannot describe my excitement. 
I was I was actually at work and uh, this woman was like, I was watching this movie with Reese Witherspoon and she's chasing after two guys. I was like, this means war. With starring Tom Hardy. <laughs> she's like, I think that's the movie. And I was like, did he look glorious and beautiful and have a British accent? She's like, yeah, that was the movie. I was like, that's, this means war featuring Tom Hardy. Like, let me tell you all about Tom Hardy. <laughs> and and uh, this other girl was like, wow, you really do like him, don't you? I was like, girl, you have no idea. <laughs> get, on, get on my level. <laughs> um, but the Venom trailer looks fantastic. And I cannot fucking wait for this movie. I'm so fucking excited. I don't think that, you know, I don't get excited about anything. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I'm excited is a pretty, pretty big deal. The world should be aware of what I am actually excited about. Yeah, Mr. Alsweets, um, are you a fan of Venom at all? What do you think of that trailer? Yes. I'm just hoping they don't fuck this up because I am a huge fan of this uh, villain. And this was a very definition of a teaser trailer. They didn't show a shit. Like, nothing other than, you know, me remembering how much I love Fighter. I'm pretty sure he's using the same accent but you know it's all good bring it on i'm ready nice nice yeah i was saying before last week it does look like there's some money behind it so it doesn't look like there's uh it doesn't look like it was made on like a six million dollar budget it looks like they actually are going to be funding it as far as the sets go so i'm sorry really yeah how much did they use for michelle williams hair <laughs> that was the wig. five million dollars that was the wig left over from uh fantastic four yes uh, you need to toss it into somebody's face <laughs> Oh, where have I seen that before? Oh, oh we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> All right. So, um, so I got a little bit of a reboot remake news. But no, nobody cares how I feel about. We Venom. talked about it last week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joey. Oh, please, Joey. Tell yes, me. Joey. Please tell, tell us no, again. How do you feel it's about fine. Venom? You guys don't deserve <laughs> to know. Tell me, Almighty Patriots God. How, how do you? Feel All about over. That? All over Joey's face. That's how, <laughs> no, That's how he better feel about it. All I could think about was how Aubrey would want to keep Tom Hardy trapped in that fucking... In that little <laughs> uh, medical machine. thing? <laughs> Just stroke his face. Hello, beautiful. Good morning. <laughs> I will say that when I saw Black Panther, that trailer went over like a wet fart, though. <laughs> Nobody cared. Yeah. And the Venom trailer played during your Black Panther? Yeah. Both stories always do. Both met with silence. Oh. Not mine. I'd have fucking lost my mind. <laughs> <laughs> there was a uh, there was like a twelve year old kid like in an audience who was pumped like when he saw the eyes come at the end like the venom eyes come up the end he was like yes the kid was so psyched so yeah there there was someone else in the audience that was down with it that kid needs to be in my life <laughs> <laughs> did they spill who's playing Carnage or if he's even making an appearance nope he should be that's just as important like. Give me, I've been waiting for this. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Tommy Wiseau is playing Carnage. <laughs> Never mind. We are Carnage. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Eddie. Oh, hi, Eddie. I would actually pay double a movie ticket price to see that. So. Carnage shows up wearing two belts. <laughs> Why? It makes my ass look good. <laughs> All right, all right. All you right. may continue now, all Mark. Right, so, I've given my opinion of Venom. Thank you, thank you, Joey. Uh, all right, so <laughs> remake uh, reboot news. Let's start with uh, the Greatest American Hero. It's a TV show that I remember from a, as a kid. 
I want to say it was um, early 80s it came out, uh, starring William Catt. So before Cat. Aubrey was born. Way before Aubrey was born. It was about a hero who, uh, I'm sorry, it was about a school teacher who gets a magical, well, not a magical, like a, a superhero suit from aliens, and it gives him superpowers, uh, but he loses the instruction book, so he doesn't really know how to um, use all the powers that comes with the suit. Uh, it was a hit for probably like about three seasons, I want to say, three or four seasons, maybe a couple of movies after that, like TV movies. But they are doing a remake of it, and this one stars Hannah Simone, who some people may know from the TV show The New Girl. She played Cece. Is she hot? Mm-hmm. She is absolutely yes. ridiculously hot. Like It's staggering how beautiful this woman is. Um, so I couldn't give two shits about a remake of Amer- a greatest American hero until I saw she was casting it. And now I'm all in <laughs> chips are all in. I am pumped. Um, Aubrey, you probably have no connection to this character at all, but do you have any thoughts about this at all? No, because I have no <laughs> idea anything about anything about this, this remake. Yeah. I was going to say, this is probably going to be something that you will be introduced to. You probably won't know anything about it from the offset. Yeah, right. Aubrey doesn't care. <laughs> All right. Uh, so our guest, Mr. Al Sweets, what do you think about this, dude? Um, I was ready to kick it to the curb till you mentioned Miss um, Simone. So I might give it two. I'll give it five minutes. There you go. There you go. Maybe one episode, maybe pilot episode. You got five minutes to get my attention. <laughs> That's it. Five minutes. All right. Joey, what about you, man? Well, I, I, are they going to keep the uh, theme song? Um, I don't know. Probably not. That shit's classic. But otherwise, uh, yeah, I was completely uninterested until you mentioned uh, that the person that they were going to have play the greatest American hero was hot. So I Googled it. And now uh, now you have my attention (laughs) (laughs) and my curiosity. Joey, we'll see you now. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) So, yeah, I'll check it out for at least an episode. I will say that my... uh, patience is very low for tv shows right now because i just i work at night so i'm never home to watch them so if i start getting really far behind on a show like i don't know if i'm ever going to catch up on the flash at this point like yeah (laughs) i just don't know when i'm gonna have the time to sit down and watch 22 episodes of something i just i I don't know so but hopefully uh maybe this will just be be good i don't know i do like hot girls so I wa- I'm not the biggest fan of the New Girl TV show. I mean, it's it's actually pretty funny, but it's not a show that I absolutely have to watch every week. But, oh, my God. Once I got into the show, I just started to skip forward to the episodes that I knew she was in, and I just watched those. I didn't really care about the other episodes. <laughs> I hope that... What about Jess? What, what are you doing? No, Jess is cute, and she's funny, but Cece is like, like when I'm like, gnaw my own hand, she's so hot. Girls. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Could be talking in like <laughs> Swedish right now. I don't even know what you're saying. All right. So uh, <laughs> remakes and reboots. <laughs> keep going. Keep remaking and That's rebooting right. this question. All right. So uh, the <laughs> next one on the list is uh, House Party. Uh, LeBron James is getting into the producing game. He's going to be producing a remake of the classic Kid and Play Full Force Comedy House Party. Uh, this one's going to yeah. be written by uh, Stephen Glover, he of Danny Glover's brother, Danny Glover, Donald Glover's brother, uh, and the co-writer of Atlanta. I like House Party. We haven't had a good House Party movie in a few years. Uh, Project X, not included. Um, I'm I'm down with it. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Joey. I know you're a big fan of House Party three. It's a pajama <laughs> jammy jam. <laughs> that was two, man. Was it? Oh, okay. 
I loved those movies when <laughs> I was younger. Those were great to like rent on a random like Saturday night. Um, I I don't want to see a remake. Who the fuck is gonna play in the movie? Like, how does that even work? How well, do you have that without kid and play? You get two kids who uh, want to throw a house party. That's it. No, the the movie writes not, itself. That wasn't the hook of it. The hook of it was kid and play in a movie. <laughs> Mark my words. Jaden Smith will be one oh, of them. Oh, God. Bama, bama, bama. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Al Sweets, what do you think, dude? House party reboot. <sighs> I said skip in the middle of your description because it's like I'm really – don't want this shit. But then you mentioned Stephen Glover, and I love season one of Atlanta. So this is another show that'll get five minutes of my time. All right. There you go. That's fair. That's fair. Just yeah. just five. That's pushing it. I'm, I'm being nice. Because this is a fucking classic. Okay? Nothing tops House Party 2. I don't mention three. Three doesn't exist. Yeah, I think three is the one where he lost the high top fade, and then it was like, all right, what are we doing here? Why are we here? Why are we watching this? Yeah, TLC. Like, t- it's like, why would you have TLC in it? Ne- never mind. I'm not going to know. No, it's like House Party 2, then Class Act. That's it. There you go. Right, now, Aubrey, this is another movie that's probably way before your time. Uh, any interest at all in House Party? Do you, do you even know who Kid and Play is? No. no How are we friends? Let me Google. That's right. That, that's right, Aubrey. I'm pretty sure you would not have been a fan of uh, Kid and Play growing up. No, no, no. We're just going to add Funhouse to our list. Oh, there, <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, another, you know, this isn't really a, a remake or reboot. This is more of a, a bigger, better, faster sequel reboot. Uh, Kung Fury, a short movie that uh, made a big splash a few years ago when it came out, is getting the big budget uh, feature length movie version, uh, which is going to be a sequel. Uh, this one stars uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, David Hasselhoff, and Michael Fassbender is going to be headlining this movie. I know nothing about this. Wow. I know someone has told me to watch it like multiple times, and I just haven't done it. Uh, Joey, how do you feel about Kung Fury starring Michael Fassbender? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Weren't you the one watched... who told me to watch it? Yeah, I mean, I watched. Uh, I watched the original short and it was okay. It just kind of got grating after a while. Okay. It was just too much. Um, it almost felt like it was just too much taking the piss out of, uh, what it was supposed to be homaging. So I don't know, but I do like, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and David Hasselhoff. And I, I absolutely love that. Michael Fassbender is just making whatever the fuck he wants to make. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like assassin's creed. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Three terrible X-Men movies. Yeah, no problem. Oh, he was the best thing about those movies. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, he's... People were, like, making him out to be this amazing actor, and now he's just like, I'll just be in anything. I don't give a (laughs) shit. And he's going to go home and bang uh, Tomb Raider and roll around (laughs) on a pile of money. (laughs) You have to admire a man like that. That's that's very true. It's very true. Um, Aubrey, did you get a chance to watch Kung Fury? I did. I don't care. Oh my God! You actually did watch it. I, I well, I watched the trailer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Close let's enough. not get too excited. Probably doesn't do much. <laughs> it's only like fifteen minutes long. Yeah, yeah I, I watched the trailer. Eh. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. 
Uh, fair, fair enough. I haven't even watched the trailer, so you're one step ahead of me. Uh, yeah. Mr. Al Sweets, what did you think, man? Kung Fury, is that on your radar at all? I didn't finish the movie. I <laughs> did watch the uh, David Hasselhoff video, which I love. Um, the move, this, this, though? Uh, who am I kidding? I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to watch it. If I sat through Hardcore Henry, I could sit through this. Mm-hmm. I um I don't know when it's coming out, but I have uh maybe I should watch the short first before I decide if I really want to go see this. Yeah, <laughs> if you got some edibles. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so we also got a take a, a a peek at the sequel to The Incredibles. The trailer dropped uh, right when the Olympics came out, um, probably like last week. Uh, it picks up from the trailer. Looks like it picks up directly from when the first movie came out. Uh, I absolutely love. The Incredibles. I think that movie is absolutely amazing. It's like a classic. I'm a huge fan of it. Uh, Mr. Al Sweets, what did you think of The Incredibles 2 trailer? Um, it's pretty much the Elastigirl movie, and I'm for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been waiting years for this, so I'm, uh, man. <laughs> I can't even get my, I can't, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for it. I yeah, Move on, because I'm too excited. <laughs> I can't get my words out. This, I'm ready for this. It's up there with Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, it, it's it's coming out. I can't believe it's actually coming out. Never heard that before. Joey, what did you think of uh, Incredibles 2 trailer? Um, I, I didn't really like it. <laughs> really? Wow. I haven't liked it. friends, Joey. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't liked either of the trailers they put out. But I'm still, like, super excited for the movie. I just haven't really been feeling either of the, the two trailers they put out. So I loved the first one. Hopefully there's going to be a lot more Frozone in this one. Yes. And uh, I'm excited. I'm really excited about it. But like the two trailers have just been kind of like for me. I don't know why. I just can't get into it. But when I was at Disney, they had a float in the parade at Magic Kingdom that was all Incredibles, including a Frozone. So I was excited. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Yeah, Frozone does make an appearance in the trailer. So at least they confirmed that he's going to be in it, which is cool. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, will, he's, he'll pretty much be in anything. So if you tell me he doesn't even have to act and just has to record his lines over Skype, he'll show up. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Aubrey, I know we talked about this before. Did you get a chance to watch the Incredibles 2 trailer? And what did you think? I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't watch it because I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> oh, Suddenly I'm remembering again. That's right. You didn't care about the other one. <laughs> it really, I mean, it's hard to get me excited for any movie let alone an animated movie, let alone a Pixar movie. Wow. <laughs> Better prepare yourself. <laughs> You're going to granted, see it. Granted, Pixar is the better of, you know, animated movies, but yeah. I just, you know, I never was invested in The Incredibles in the first place, so All right. I don't really care. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited for it. Oh, Aubrey, you know what I want to ask you? I meant this came up, uh, this happened last week, actually, and I wanted to get your take on it. Um but based on your reaction to The Incredibles, I think I already know what the answer is. Uh, they're making a live-action Kim Possible movie, which I didn't watch a lot of, but I am aware of it. And I think that's a really like genius idea of Disney to do. Were you a fan of Kim Possible at all? You know, I did watch Kim Possible, um, and I think that that is a pretty good idea. If they do it right, um, it would be kind of cool. What's the sitch? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, who's going to be in it? They haven't casted it yet. They just, they haven't casted it yet. They just announced that they're going to be making it. Mr. Al Sweets, were you a fan of Kim Possible? Did you ever watch that cartoon? 
Oh yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, only a couple, only a few episodes. I didn't watch everything on a uh, Disney Channel, but I am a fan of that. And if they don't cast Will Freddy in some kind of role, I'm not watching it. I'm sure he'll have a cameo some somewhere. A naked mole rat. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm not surprised that Disney's doing this. They're like rebooting Freaky Friday for like the third time. That's unfortunate. Oh, the last one is a classic. They should just leave it alone. You can't get better than the last one. Mm-hmm. I say it's they Disney. should have Christina Hendricks or Emma Stone <laughs> as Kim Possible. That's my vote. Too old. Yeah, I don't think we watched the same that's cartoon, fair. Aubrey. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. We'll have uh, the girl that played Bev and It can be Kim Possible. I think that they actually were talking about Cheryl from Riverdale to be Kim Possible. Which would just be sad for me. Cheryl from Riverdale in a half shirt for ninety percent of the movie. <laughs> Shut up and take my money. Yeah. Joey, were yeah, you they should just <laughs> go ahead? Sorry. <laughs> Joey, were you a fan of Kim Possible? I didn't ask you. No, um, I was not because it was for girls and way past my time. <laughs> but uh, I do like when attractive cosplayers uh, dress up as her on Instagram. So. Which ha- happens a lot. There is a lot of cosplayers as Kim Possible. Like she is a name. That's a that's a that's a um a valuable IP. Dude, you'll never know. You never know what's gonna pop up there. You're like, oh, okay, and then somebody's like, hey, sexy rugrats, and you're like, oh shit, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> it's like, oh fuck, reptars in the house. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> Every time I think someone's like mind the bottom of the well for like what they can turn into a sexy cosplay, somebody busts out with that with like something you you didn't even know was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Have they done one for Charlie the Unicorn? I'm sure they have. Let <laughs> I me mean, look it up. You know that it has happened. It is on Google. Charlie the Unicorn sexy cosplay. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's Rule Thirty Four. If it exists, there is porn of it. <laughs> God, no comment. It's best to just not go down the well. <laughs> Don't go down that rabbit hole. No, I, I will not. Mm-mm. Nope. SpongeBob and Shrek impregnation porn is something you just don't need to see. I can't even believe those words just came out of your mouth. That's awful. Joey, what the fuck? I hang out in some weird places online sometimes. <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. You know those but commercials I... where they're like, the dark web is stealing your identity. Yep. <laughs> there you go. That's where Joey is. That's right. Is seeing your identity. In the the dark. darkest of webs. Joey is the dark web. And I, I don't mean like Miles Morales. I mean, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 that's terrible. 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 <laughs> terrible. Horrible. Yeah, terrible. Ah, oh. <laughs> All right. So in uh, in video game adaptation news, uh, they're making oh, a boy. Call of Duty movie. Yeah. It's happening. We've, we've talked about this like a million times. But we now have a director. Uh, Nobody yeah. wants it. Stefano. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't speak to Aubrey. <laughs> The guy that's jump do- off my roof. The guy that's doing uh, Sicario Two is going to be handling uh, the Call of Duty movie, and it's they're supposed to be setting up a Call of Duty cinematic universe. I've never played this game; oh, I have no idea how that would work. Uh, Mr. Al Sweets, are you excited for a Call of Duty movie franchise? Jeez, I was till you mentioned fucking shared universe. <laughs> Just do one fucking movie first. <laughs> 
God, can is it? It's it's not that hard. Do one movie. If you make over a hundred million, greenlight the second one. Mm-hmm. That sounds like, too easy to do. It it does, but you know, hey, they tried one. They tried that with the Mummy, so whatever. But um, <laughs> and now yeah. you can get um, it at a discounted price on Amazon. Oh dear Lord! Is that the email I just got? I got an email earlier, and it was like, "Hey, take advantage of your discounts right now." And I open it up, and it's the Mummy. <laughs> your phone microphone heard you talking about it, and then <laughs> sent you an ad based on it. Tom Cruise was on a dark web somewhere like, oh, Aubrey likes the mummy. <laughs> tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yeah, I got the same email, but mine said La Momia on it. Mine was just for sexy reptar. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my God. But no, to answer your question. <laughs> yes, I'm kind of excited because I haven't seen Sicario 2 yet, but it looks dope. So. If he can bring the same magic to Call of Duty and they can cast me in it, I'm all for it because I want to roll. There you go. There you go. Um, Aubrey, I know we talked about Call of Duty on this show. Uh, Cinematic Universe, Call of Duty movie. What do you What do you got? I don't want it. No, Seems not at all. Disgusting. I don't want it even a little bit. Not even a tiny, tiny bit. No, oh. I don't want it. Oh. Jo- Joseph, what about you? I like uh, Call of Duty and I like action movies. And I like uh, glorification of the American military, so let's do it. <laughs> I just hope it's not going to be lame. Like, uh, did you guys ever get bombarded when you went to the movies with a preview for some shitty movie about um, soldiers featuring Shania Twain <laughs> singing and introducing the trailer to you? Yeah, but uh, Miles, yes. Miles Teller. Which one? I don't know. I don't even know what the movie was. I just remember being like, whoa, that's what Shania Twain looks like now. And then it was like every time I went to the movies for like six and a half months, I had to see this fucking trailer. So, yeah, I think it was like some sort of donation or something stupid like that. No, it was a movie called Thank You for Your Service. Is it? Uh, Okay. Yeah, it never came out. I didn't didn't see that one. I want like Commando. Like, I want them to sit down and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger is Commando and then make a movie like that. Shit. <laughs> That's what we want from Call of Duty. There you go. Crossed with like the original Red Dawn. Like mm, push those right. together into a movie and put it out and you'll make millions of dollars. Try to make it too serious or you know, I don't know, trying to like have too much thinking or politics in it. Nobody wants that. So do we get a washed up comedic actor with a fake Cuban accent to be the villain? Yes. <laughs> We get Mickey from Pee-wee's Big Adventure as the general of Cuba. <laughs> Jesus. Wrong. Don't be talking Adventure. shit on original Red Dawn. It's one of my favorite movies uh, of all I, time. I would, I would never remember what I said before we started recording. I like breathing, so uh, I can't say anything. They uh, can't what, really remake that nowadays because if uh, communists started landing on, on the high school lawn, then the teachers and students would like be like, oh, sweet. <laughs> Wow. Oh, dear Lord. The yeah, view... That was all Joey, folks. That was the, all Joey. The, the views of uh, Joey DiCarlo do not express the views of every member of Solar <laughs> Podcast. College is free now, and then the movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Nice. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was going to say, they still haven't given me the Division movie that they announced like two years ago. Or was it three? I forget. I'm still waiting for that one. Wait, which movie? 
of the division was oh, supposed to be. Yeah, that's right. They did announce that. Assassin's Creed making like three dollars and seventy five cents at the movies kind of ruined uh, Ubisoft's like cinematic universe. That was needed though because you just need to stop making movies out of video games. It never works. It never has worked. The only excuse one. Excuse me. You- excuse me. Academy Award winner. Alicia Vikander is Tomb Raider is coming out. Yeah, it's gonna be garbage. And, yeah, it's gonna be I'm, absolute I'm, trash. I'm not. I'm, I'm, I have no hope for that one, sadly. And I like that game. Give me a Dead Space movie and then just yes. video game movies. <laughs> Give me a, a new Dead Space game. <laughs> Good that, luck I, that actually came up on my memories where it was like note to self: never play Dead Space. With the lights off and headphones on. <laughs> it's my first start... time ever playing Dead Space, and I remember I almost pissed my pants. We should start a uh, official Twitch channel featuring Mark trying to play video games. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Sure. Do you, you want to see me button mashing with my eyes closed for two hours? That's because that's what you're going to get. It'll be kind of like Tommy Wiseau's <laughs> video game show. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. He had a video game show. Oh God! You're gonna wish you hadn't asked that question. Yes. No, that's like, nope. Uh, admit that. that I never asked it. Moving on. What are you doing, alien? That's where all those sound drops of him yelling at an alien come from. Oh God! Because ah. he was uh, transported to another world by an alien that forced him to play video games. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even remember what game it was, but there's one where he can't get out of the first room of the game. <laughs> it's like 15 minutes of him walking around in a circle trying to figure out how to play the game. It's physically painful to watch. But... Oh, Tommy Wiseau stuck in a room. Amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send you the links. You can watch them all. No, no, don't do that. Don't do friends. Don't do that well, to me. You've opened the door. <laughs> all right. That's all right. You all right. do that. I'm going to make you watch Stepsisters. Oh, God. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pulled that card. Make your move. All right, so so in my last bit of news, um, I was hoping one of you guys could explain this to me. They are making a five. <laughs> well, night... Mark, when a man <laughs> and a woman love each other, <laughs> when very a, much. When SpongeBob and Shrek love each other, <laughs> mistakes into miracles, guys. Mistakes into miracles. <laughs> Jesus. So they're making a movie of Five Night at Freddy's, uh, and Christopher uh, Columbus. The director of uh, the first Harry Potter movies and uh, some other classic movies that I can't think of right now is writing and directing this movie. I have no idea what Five Night at Freddy's is, but I guess it's kind of a big deal. Aubrey, do you know anything about this and can you explain this to me? We used to sell a lot of that stuff at GameStop and I never understood what it was and I never even looked it up. But it was like it was a huge thing. Everybody knew what Five Nights at Freddy's was except for Aubrey. It looks like (laughs) it's an indie video game. For your phone, which exactly explains why I don't know, because I barely ever play games on my phone. Aha. All right. Joey, what about you, dude? Well, um, Five Nights at Freddy's is a game for your PC. Um, It's hugely popular with younger kids. So if you have like seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds in your life, they're probably obsessed with it. But a lot of them don't actually play it. They watch other people play it on YouTube. Oh, that sounds awesome. Um, it's you're in a, like it's a first person game. You're in like a um, Chuck E. Cheese type place, like a pizza video game like restaurant. 
and you walk around in the animatronic uh, animals like came to life and are like trying to kill you and they jump out and scare you and stuff. So okay, all right. Do you so, think do you think this will make a good movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, if they keep the budget very low, it could be kind of it would be kind of cool to see if they could make. You know, they don't really make movies like this anymore, but you know, like a kids. Not like, a, like not kids, but you know what I mean? Like when we were kids, they had Mark, me and Mark, sorry, you guys, they had movies, you know, like Monster Squad or, or stuff that oh, wasn't like 36. rated. I know, but I don't want to like lump you in with being old. I say it all the time. Go ahead, brother. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, whenever, when all of us except Aubrey were young, um, you know, just <laughs> not necessarily like little kids movies, but not like, you know, PG-13 or R-rated movies. You know, like just something kind of cool like that for kids that age. There's just not a lot. Yeah. You know, my son's nine. We go to see Marvel movies and stuff all the time because there isn't anything other than it's either it's either we're going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy or we're going to go see Peter Rabbit. Like there's nothing in between. (laughs) So there's definitely untapped market there. That would be kind of cool. But I don't know. This is definitely one of those things where I just shake my head and go, I Much like Minecraft, you know, like when I was a kid and I used to play video games, my parents would like, they had no idea what the fuck was going on. They didn't understand anything about it. And I was like, you guys aren't hip and cool, man. (laughs) And then flash forward like a million years later and and I'm watching my son play Minecraft or this fucking game or some other shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, I don't even, who who cares about this? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't get it. So now I guess I'm old and out of touch. Mm -hmm. That's That's the way it works, man. Circle of life. Uh, just like the Lion King. <laughs> so, Mr. Al Sweets, are you familiar with Five Nights at Freddy's? I am. It's a scary game. I do not play scary games. <laughs> I will not have a heart attack. <laughs> no, but it's. I'm good. I'm good on that, man. Just, I, just no. <laughs> I am surprised that Chris Columbus is going to be directing this, and it's going to be produced by uh, Blumhouse. You know who's all oh, about doing God. low budget horror movies? So. uh yeah, I mean, oh. it, like if Joey, like Joey said, if there's an untapped market for it, this is definitely going to be the the movie that's going to get the ball rolling again. So since it's Blumhouse, it's going to cost under twenty million, and it's going to average like over one fifty in like two weeks. Because <laughs> that's Blumhouse. Yeah, they're going to film that in one restaurant for like <laughs> six million dollars, and it's going to make like seventy five million. <laughs> exactly. And they're going to go home and roll around in money and laugh at us. Jump scares galore. But hey, you know, if Chris Columbus need a check, go ahead, buddy. So yeah, so that's it. That's it for the news. That is all I got. Awesome. Well, it's been a few weeks since we have answered a listener question. And I know we said we were going to try to answer one once a week, but not to uh, ruin the illusion of podcasting. But sometimes we're up against it for uh, time. And uh, I would just say, fuck it, we're going to skip it this week. But this week, we've got a listener question I want to answer. And uh, we're going to go forward with that. So every week, we try to answer a listener question on the show. And you can send us your question by sliding into our DMs on social media or emailing us at sowizardpodcast at yahoo.com. This week's question comes from, don't trek yourself or you may wreck yourself. And I'm going to read this off for you. I work with a guy that is just bonkers for Star Trek, and while that in and of itself isn't a problem, he finds some way to bring it up in every meeting, in every conversation. This guy is most mostly socially apt person, but for some reason he can't hold back from his, well, there is one episode of Deep Space Nine in his comments. 
How can I get him to dial it back a bit? He's a great guy, but I may choke him with his own earbuds before long if he doesn't cool it. Thank you, Trek Yourself, before you wreck yourself. Uh, Mark. You stand up, go to his face, and go, shut the fuck up, Carl. No one gives a shit about Star Trek, and you smack him. (laughs) Don't unemploy yourself before you wreck yourself. Is that really your your, your answer? Yeah, I, I I have no idea. I have no idea. I say let the let the freak be freaky. Let him do his thing. I don't give a shit All about right. Star Trek. All right, uh, Mr. Al Sweets. Um, before you choke the shit out of him, tell him Deep Space Nine is the best. <laughs> uh, Aubrey, I think this question is actually really tough for me. Um, for a couple, your weeks. first inclination is to just choke him. <laughs> No, because, uh, you know, I'm big on, you know, just letting people do their own thing. And if you're at work and somebody's annoyed and annoying you, you know, you're at work. It's not like you have to deal with that person every day of your entire life. And, I mean, if there's something that you're really excited about, I'm sure that you want to talk to people about it nonstop. And to kind of harass somebody else. Not harass, but like, you know, say something to somebody else about what they're excited about is kind of hypocritical when you wouldn't want somebody to do that to you. I say just let them be happy about what they're happy about. Let them be passionate about what they're passionate about. Um, And just understand that, like, that's what makes them happy and all the power to them. (laughs) And why you're the voice of reason. (laughs) I've I've been reading this book called You Are a Badass this week. And uh, it kind of talks about that, you know, who cares what other people think, just, you know, you do what makes you happy. Because when you're a kid, you don't think about like, what other people are going to make fun of you about, you don't really think about that, that kind of thing. And then the world ruins you. So, you know, good for that guy for not letting the world ruin him on Star Trek. I know that's not the answer that this listener was looking for. And they were actually looking for legitimate help. But that is my guidance. Oh, and don't come to us for help. Well, to, to be honest, one of these answers does not involve bail money. So I would go with that one. <laughs> I will say that when I'm at work, I try to hide my power level for how nerdy I am. Uh, I don't want to talk to anybody, to be quite honest with you. And I certainly don't want coworkers. And I'm sure this might happen to other people. Once people find out something about you, that's all they want to talk to you about. So I don't need every six weeks coworkers come up to me and be like, oh, Black Panther's coming out. Well, please tell me the entire history of Black Panther because you are a nerd. Like, I don't want to fucking deal with that. So I don't I try to hide my power level as much as possible. No one I work with right now has any idea that I'm on a podcast. <laughs> like, I don't fucking talk to anybody about anything. Um, but yeah, my last job when I worked with Mark, I couldn't do that because it was me and Mark are too nerdy, so people would hear us talking. <laughs> Stop. But uh, my suggestion would be like every time they say anything about Star Trek, it'd be like, I don't know, man, I don't really like Star Trek, and then <laughs> and just shut it down like <laughs> until they eventually stop talk- talking to you about Star Trek. Unless it's about seven of nine, because, you know, that's the only thing I've ever liked on Star Trek. Where were you when I was on deployment? I, I, could, I should have done that. It would have made <laughs> deployment much easier. 
I've been there, man. I've 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 been all up in uh, being nerdy at work before, and it just gets so annoying because I just people just want to talk to you all the time. I just want to talk to anybody. I'm at work. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm just here for a check, not a conversation. That's right. That's yeah. right. I got enough friends. <laughs> I would say the other option is to just look for a new job. Just leave that guy. That's it. Yeah. Or come in fully dressed in a Starfleet uniform and then kick the shit out of them. <laughs> Be like, yo, Star Trek don't like you anymore. Shut up. How you feel about Star Trek now? Now that I'm going to beat your ass and just beat him down. That's right. Live long and don't prosper <laughs> and throw him out a window. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Yeah. yeah, don't listen to us. Listen to Audible. Yeah, 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 yeah. You really don't want to listen. To that. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, don't trek yourself, or you may wreck yourself. For the question, and like I said before, we're going to try to answer a listener question a week on the podcast. So slide into our DMs on social media or email us at so with your podcast at yahoo.com and we'll get to it on the show. Now, I guess it's time, Mark. It's time. It's time. It's main event time. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. All right. So we all had a chance to see the highly anticipated Marvel movie Black Panther this weekend. And now we're going to talk about it. Um, Before we go into spoilers and crazy shit, just in case for some unknown reason somebody hasn't seen it, um, we'll just go and get some impressions of the movie without spoiling anything. So we'll start with our guest, Mr. Al Sweets. What did you think about Black Panther without spoiling anything? Um, I loved it. I've seen it twice. I will probably see it two to three more times this week. This movie will continue to get my coin because I've been waiting for this shit forever. All right. Aubrey. I loved it. Whoa. Mark. Yeah, it was all right. (laughs) (laughs) Need more white people, though. Uh, Mark, handle your black card right now. You're done. <laughs> no, I, I also did see it twice, and uh, I had to watch it a second time because, um, like, the first time I was just in shock. Uh, so the second time I was able to, like, really get into it, and I loved it. I thought it's it was amazing. I had to try my hardest not to be a sobbing mess in uh, <laughs> the theater. Um, and plus, since I was, like, one of maybe three or four black people in the room, I probably would have scared off everyone in Eugene, Oregon. So I, you know, I had to keep it together. You're only one of four black people in the room? It's right? Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> I was going to say, I was, like, maybe one of four white people in in the theater. Oh. <laughs> that sounds about right. It was crazy. Bye. It was absolutely crazy. And, I mean, people were dressed in suits to go see this movie. Oh. It was insane. And, like, there, I mean, like, they looked like they came out of a 1950s movie dressed up in suits and everything. It was crazy. Crazy. Oh. And, uh, Joy, what did you think of it, dude? That was terrible. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. Racist. Yeah. <laughs> I just had to keep concentrating on Martin Freeman for the whole movie. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't identify with any of the characters. <laughs> yeah, folks. Joey was one of those trolls on Twitter posting fake pictures saying he got beat up at the I was pouring ketchup all over myself and taking <laughs> selfies in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no! I fucking loved it. It was amazing. <laughs> it was fucking great. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. That's our spoiler-free impression. Um, now we're gonna play a little sound drop, and after that, we're just gonna spoil the shit out of the movie because we can't. I, I want to talk about the movie. I don't want to pretend I don't want to spoil it. So, Mark, let's yeah. just 
fucking spoil this shit. Let's go. Here's a spoiler. You will die alone. All right, go nuts, guys. <laughs> that gets me every time. Yeah, so, you know, the, the first time I saw it, going through the whole thing, I, I, I wasn't as emotional as I thought I was going to be. You know, I can... It's not a perfect movie. The movie is it's fantastic. Not 100% perfect. But... True. The second time I saw it, I was a fucking mess. I was just a puddle of tears through almost the entire movie. I'm like, holy shit, this movie is amazing. But yeah, I love the whole thing. I love the visual look of it. I love the storyline itself, uh, the design, the costumes, the soundtrack. Everything about this movie is so on point. I think it's definitely one of the... It's hard to say that it's a it's a top Marvel movie because it's... It's so unusual. It's not like the other Marvel movies, um, and in the ways that it is like the other Marvel movies, is the part that isn't a hundred percent perfect. But I would say if you have to rank it into the into the Marvel movies, is definitely definitely top five, might maybe even top three. Mm, yeah, that that's, sounds about right because I got it tied with uh, at number two with Thor Ragnarok. As much as I love those two movies, Winter Soldier still holds a special place in my heart. That's still the best. MCU movie by far, but but hey hey it's up there it's two so don't try and come for me yet folks. <laughs> I I really liked it. Um, I think that I had some issues with like the stereotypical ghetto persona that some people had, um, and I feel as though like you can do better, Marvel. It that doesn't need to be like you don't need to stereotype all black people that are not from Wakanda as ghetto. And I felt as though that that was a major issue for me. I felt because it, it seemed like every other human being that was not from Wakanda had this ghetto persona. And I didn't like that. I didn't like how they couldn't manage to show anybody else. Um, so that, that was probably the only thing that I didn't like about the movie was, it was that, um, other than that, I, I loved Sheree. I loved her. I liked the little humor that it had. I liked how it was professional. It felt very professional. Um, it had a really good message. I really liked it. I was excited for that the head of the science and technology department was a woman. That was exciting for me in that she took over that. Um, but yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I'm excited to see Black Panther in um, Infinity Wars. You know, excited. Yeah, I kind of wanted to know what happened to the rest of the team. Though, I mean, it's cool that she has her laboratory with all of mm-hmm. these gadgets and stuff. But where are, there's no one else that's like developing stuff for Wakanda. Like, where are the other, where are the other scientists? Working on a lab. Yeah, there are people in the background. But where are the other like scientists? Like, who's designing? Like, like she designs all of the guns. That's, yeah. that's okay. It's just, it's just Siri. That's okay. That's all I need in my life. <laughs> I'm just worried if something happens to her, then wh- what are they going to do? I really treated this movie like a, as if these characters were real. Like, I want, I want T'Challa and Nokia to just start having babies. We need an heir to the throne. <laughs> all right. We, like, all of the stuff that he had to go through to, like, prepare to become king of Wakanda, some, the next generation has to do that. They need to, he needs to stop being a superhero for a little bit and start getting some heirs to the throne. 
That, that's why I'm I sure. Want. I'm sure he's going to be really put out by having to uh, make love to Lapita Nyong'o. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no! no. Oh, <laughs> what a terrible oh, God, burden no. my king is, kingdom is. <laughs> yeah, it, it took me a while to realize that you know, Mark, these are not real people. These are fictional characters. <laughs> the, the throne is going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I uh, also thought it was amazing. Um, I, f- I think I loved uh, Okoye. Yeah. Oh, I thought she was awesome. I loved M'Baku. Yes. In fact, I was talking to these guys in the chat yesterday. I, I would watch a two-hour movie of just M'Baku sitting on his throne being a dick to people that come to visit him. <laughs> <laughs> Funny thing is, my partner would, too. I would yeah. love. I would seriously. I I would love those random, different MCU characters showing right. up and <laughs> and getting insulted. That would be fucking fantastic. <laughs> that was great. The only thing I didn't like about the movie was I missed the way the fight scenes were shot in Civil War. Yeah. Yep. So, like his fighting style and his fight scenes in Civil War, especially when he fights Bucky in the hallway. Yep. Fucking phenomenal, and that just goes with any Marvel movie versus what the Russos do. So it's not like a knock specifically on Black Panther, but I was looking for more of that, and I didn't get it from this one. <laughs> but other than that, I thought it was freaking phenomenal. So uh, he's he's definitely learning still. I mean, this is Ryan Coogler's third movie ever, which is pretty fucking impressive to go from Fruitvale Station to Creed to this. It's just, it's just, it's just like I, I can't even put into words just how amazing it is. I don't even know the guy personally like that, but you know, since he's black, I'm black. You know, we're family, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, his success is my success. You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but no, it's just, um, it's like I said, it was just something I've been waiting for forever. Sure, we've had Blade, and we've had a bunch of you know one-off characters here and there. And I don't know if you guys remember this corny ass Fox uh, TV show called uh, Mantis. Mantis. Yeah. So you remember that shit? Yes. Yeah. It's like I had Mantis back then. I mean, still wasn't too much to be proud of. I mean, but hey, it's, you know, it's a good show. It's, I, it's, it's just an amazing movie. Is it flawless? Hell no, because the CG was getting on my fucking nerves, especially with the fight scenes and whatnot. Could have, you know, could have used a little more polishing. I mean, how much did they waste on this movie? Well, not waste. How much did they spend on it? Like over 100 something? Yeah, a Marvel movie, probably about 150. No, the, okay. for, that's what they usually spend. For this one, they spent over two hundred. This was this one cost a little bit more than the other movies. Oh shit! It got his budget back already. From what I've been hearing, um, yeah. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's still a damn good um, addition to the MCU. And I, I just couldn't be happier. I look forward to what they're going to do next, especially in like Infinity War, and you know, with the sequels and everything. And I hear, I hear you, Aubrey, about what you were saying about certain characters. I mean, I didn't. That doesn't bother me because it's West Oakland. Like <laughs> West Oakland is no fucking joke. And I was a little pissed off. It's like, hey, you know, we should we should break the ship apart and sell it. Like, yo, boy, shut up. But you know, <laughs> I'm I'm just used to it. But it's 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 still good. It's 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 just a it's just a lovely movie and. I need I need this from Hollywood, like films like this and Get Out and Girls Trip and God knows what else. I need more movies like this. Soul need- Plane. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> see, you, you just went ahead and made my shit limp, Joey. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
buzzkill. Thank you. I love you though, but yeah. Smash <laughs> nice for that soul play. Fuck that movie. But no. Um it was good, damn it. It was good. And um as far as Killmonger being the best villain of the MCU so far, I'm a little iffy about that, even after two showings. He's up there. Like he's up there with Ultron, which was my favorite. And he's definitely up there with Hella. Like those are my top three. And Loki is just Loki. Yeah, what did you think of his his um game plan? Like his whole like the whole drive of his goal. I mean, I wasn't too surprised, you know. Did you did you think it made sense? I I thought it made complete sense. Yeah. Yeah, it made perfect sense. Like, yeah, you know, dude's been down and out. He's lived a certain way of life. That's all he knows. He comes back to his home. He wants to use their technology to conquer the world. So yada yada yada. You know, I I get it. I wouldn't do that myself, but you know. But then again, I'm not Michael B. Jordan, and I don't have his uh, physique, sadly. <laughs> yeah, my my friend that I saw the movie with, she was like, "Oh, you know, I really don't like his hair at all. Hair's not really working for me." But then uh, once he took the shirt off, she was like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm down." <laughs> you know, I didn't have a problem with the hair. It's like, yo, what's up with that fucking beard, dude? Like, <laughs> what's going on? Is that real or is that fake? Like, did they just paste that shit on? Like, what's up with that? What's up with that facial hair? I don't mind your like Migos looking Millie Vanilli braids you got going on up there. That's cool. You know, if if it works for you, sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My my buddy I called him. I hated the hair. Oh, you didn't you didn't like the hair either, Aubrey? Oh my god, I hated the hair. <laughs> uh, yo, Coolio, shave that. Oh Jesus! My, wow. bu- my buddy Dracula called him the three thousand up in here. My yeah. buddy called him a uh, PM Don, and I started dying. Oh, <laughs> That see that there's your sequel right there. Like he actually keeps the throne and then gains like four hundred pounds and starts wearing a cloud muumu. <laughs> oh dear lord! I can't unsee that now. Like yes, there you I know go. the message in the jean jacket was a bit much, but goddamn, I was a little disappointed that uh, Claw died so quickly. Yeah. I thought he was going to be like the main villain of the movie, which was a good swerve um, for them. But I was like, oh, man, they're going to build up to Claw. Maybe he'll like turn all red. <laughs> like the comics. <laughs> and instead he's like, and he gets killed. Did he put on weight for this? Like, I've never seen fucking Gollum that big. It did look like he put on weight for it. He was great in it, though. But he was it's just funny that you're not not used to like seeing what he actually looks like. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You kind of forget that he was also in Star Wars this year. Like this guy has turned into amazing villain performances in like a four month span. This is pretty amazing. Three months span. True. He didn't get cut in half in this one though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was kind of surprised that he died too, but he did serve a purpose to the story. Like this, this these movies are not monthly issues at a comic book where you'd need him to carry on throughout different story arcs. <laughs> like we don't really need him in. Black Panther 2 or Black Panther 3, but and the part that he served was really good. I, I actually thought he was really funny. I know a lot of people were complaining about him being like one note. I thought he was hysterical when uh when um uh, the guy when uh Ross asked him if he had a mixtape and he's like, Oh yeah, yeah, hey Tony, get the link to the SoundCloud. I was fucking dying. <laughs> yeah. I was fucking dying. Wow. Yeah, I really liked him as a character. I thought he did a great job. And he's sitting in a chair and he's like, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> it all makes sense. He was stealing vibranium so he could pay for studio time. <laughs> this was a 
this was this was pretty much eight mile in Wakanda. <laughs> there you go. It would have been a really funny thing if they had referenced uh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> like right. if he made a comment about something being his precious, like his hand or something, when yeah. they destroyed his hand. So many missed opportunities. <laughs> they you probably have me as a screenwriter. You know, they probably did have that in there and they probably just cut it out for time. <laughs> There's no way you can have like Bilbo and Gollum like face to face and not throw a joke in there. I was like, I'm just mad someone didn't show up with a teacup to a uh, homeboy from Get Out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he would have showed up. Michael B. Jordan would have showed up with like claws, body in a bag and like a little teacup and a spoon. Like take me to Wakanda. <laughs> ting, 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 ting. You just tap it. <laughs> <laughs> Martin Freeman's oh. like. You know, I would have voted for Obama for a third time. God, I'm still not used to hearing him with an American accent. That is just weird to me. <laughs> and it works. Like, I kind of hate him less. Yeah, he did a really good job with the with the American accent. I was surprised. I mean, better than his accent in Fargo. <laughs> heck, heck. One thing I loved was when uh, all of a sudden, just halfway through the movie, it turns into a James Bond film for 45 minutes. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. There's that that whole sequence of once um, uh, Okoye gets gets uh, recognized by the guy and she starts whipping ass with the spear. And then she jumps off the second floor and lands on a guy stabbing him. That whole <laughs> sequence is done in one take. You see it go from her side to uh, uh, Nakia's side beating the guy with the shoe to uh, T'Challa, like, running and jumping up back to the second floor. Like, that whole thing was filmed in one take, and it was amazing. Ryan it was fantastic. is ridiculous, dude. He's so good. He's, He's so good. He's we good. Were, good at his one takes. He is. Mm-hmm. Me and my sister-in-law were actually really excited that they took off their shoes. <laughs> to fight? <laughs> like, finally, somebody gets it that you can't fight in high heels. Well, they wouldn't have been able to run away from any dinosaurs that way. <laughs> yeah, we were, we were like, beside ourselves. We were so happy. That was the first thing out of Valerie's mouth, too. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> you get it. <laughs> All right, so what's, uh, what was your, your favorite parts of the movie? Um, Joey. Um, I loved the first fight when they had to defeat M'Baku to become the Black Panther. Yep. I thought that everything about that sequence was awesome. <laughs> uh, especially because he like put him in <laughs> like an MMA choke on the <laughs> ground. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I love that that came back later on. Like you spent the whole movie watching T'Challa basically like fuck everybody's shit up. And so you just expected him to beat Killmonger, and then he doesn't. Yep. You're like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> that was yeah. great. I love the sequence in the casino. I pretty much liked anything with Okoye and M'Baku. Um, I just thought it was a fucking fantastic movie. I want to say, Joy, real quick, that, that scene with him fighting, with uh, him fighting M'Baku, when, uh, when his mother yells out, tell them who you are. That's when I, that was the first moment I started like crying like a little bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> like, this is the movie I want to see. It's so good. Right, so, Mr. Al Sweets, what about you, dude? What, what was your favorite parts of the movie? Man, you ain't going to get me started, man. Shit. <laughs> um, uh, definitely when they go to Wakanda for the first time, that's what almost got me. I was about to start crying my fucking ass. I'm like, oh, Wakanda. <laughs> um, so, that, anything with Siri. Any scene with Fubaku, especially when he makes that threat 
saying that he was going to feed homeboy to his kids. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Damn, what else? Anything with the door Milaje? That was, man, that was just amazing. Man, I'm sure there's some other ones, but I can't think of them right now. I'm just just still mad that Chadwick Boseman is 41 and he looks like that. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I'm so mad, but yet drooling at the same time, but you know, whatever. Aubrey, what about you? What was your favorite part of the movie? Absolutely anything you know, with uh, Shuri. Yeah. Anything. She... I absolutely loved her as a character. Oh, my God. I nearly pissed my pants when she goes, what are those? <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. Her humor was on point. I, w- I would want to be her best friend. She was just absolutely fantastic. Um, the casino scene was amazing. Uh, and I, I just, I really enjoyed this movie on, I think a different level than a Marvel movie. It didn't have that Marvel movie feeling to it too much. It did. I mean, you could still buy into it being a Marvel movie, but it just felt like it was on a different plane. And so I enjoyed it more on that other plane than as a Marvel movie. Um, I enjoyed the humor and the action and, I mean, that casino scene was fantastic. I can't believe they did that in one take. Mm-hmm. That car chase that, scene was ridiculous, too. Oh, God. Yeah. So, you know what was also fantastic? When um, Okoye was, when she stopped the rhino. Yes, that's, yeah. that's what I was just about to say. The part of him riding the rhinoceros, like, going after M'Baku, and then she just stands in front of him, and the rhino stops and then just, like, licks her. The you audience can tell I was who in wears was the what? pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it, it was not it it had like such pow- a powerful female presence in this movie too, I found. Like they were in the women in this movie were in such powerful roles. And he's like, You would you would kill me, your love, and then she's like, Fuck yeah, I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I really wish she did. Slay queen, slay. Yeah, I love the I love the fact that there's vibranium Vibran- armored Rhinoceros is running around, like running, <laughs> running through. Like, oh, there's a there's a crash spaceship on fire, and they're like, "Fuck it, we're just running through. We're just gonna run through it and, and join this battle." Once that part happened, I'm like, "This is the best movie ever. This is, this is amazing." <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, all right. So all right, so really quickly, um, I don't remember if we touched on this. Things that you specifically didn't like. I know Arbor, you didn't like the representation of the non uh, people from Wakanda. Yeah, I'm. I was kind of pissed off about that. Here you have a powerful movie where people are coming to the theater in suits, nonetheless. And you're representing non-Wakandian people as just these ghetto hood rats. I know. If you make me feel bad, I didn't even shower that morning before. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I mean, we were literally one of four white couples in the movie and we went, it, I mean, the movie theater was sold out. We went to the 10, 10 o'clock showing. The showing before that was sold out. All the showings were sold out. We were the second row from the front. Like This is how sold out this movie was. The line was wrapped around the theater and nobody could buy tickets. Like it was already sold out when we got there. And we got there a half hour early. And um, people were in legitimate suits, blazers, they had hats on, like fancy hats and everything, completely dressed up. And I just felt as though Marvel could have done better 
with the rep like because I feel like if anybody is watching this movie from the outside and they're like, okay, so all people who are not from Wakanda are poor, they're ghetto, and they act like hood rats, then you know why? Maybe. Maybe I'm I looking maybe at it that the wrong the way. Point, but... I think that was maybe the point to kind of trick you into feeling like everybody in Wakanda does at the beginning of the movie. Because they all are just like, well, we're just going to hide behind our force shield and not help anybody. And then at Pretty the end, good. at the end, they they're, uh, they change their mind. So maybe that's why it was done that way. To make you think, oh, gross. I don't want those people. <laughs> maybe. I mean, like, in, in the other part, too, is I don't really back my feelings on it because you know i'm not in that position i'm not a a young black male (laughs) so i can't (laughs) exactly come at it from that perspective i feel like i mean just watching it that was something that bothered me but i also don't feel as though i have a right to be offended because i haven't been in that position if it was a way that women were portrayed then maybe i would have more of a backing to my opinion but that was it. Just bothered me that I had to watch that. All right. Well, yeah, Aubrey. I think you might have taken it a little bit more sensitive than than it was intended. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I didn't. There wasn't really that many scenes that took place in California um, that showed people that were not from Wakanda, and the ones that they did, they were tame. That was nothing. I mean, you definitely want to show that him and Shuri building that center right there is going to improve the neighborhood. And you're not going to get that if the neighborhood is, you know, Hollywood, California, instead of South Central California. So I can kind of see your point, but I think it's a little bit, I don't think it was, it was that intentional or it was, I don't think the, the intent was that off, but that's, that's just my opinion. Unless you'll never see Tony Stark coming in a hood to like uplift it. That ain't going to (laughs) happen. Yeah, I mean, like as I said, I don't, I don't really feel like I have a right to be offended about it, so it's not like horrible for me. But it just, I don't know, it was annoying to see. Like, I think I feel that way about any movie at this point, though. I always find something to be annoyed about. And so, Mr. Al Sweets, was there anything that you, um, that you didn't like about it, or something that didn't quite live up to uh, what you're expecting? Um, you know, just a couple things, and one of them doesn't have to do with the movie itself. Like I did, I did complain about the CG, but then again, it's, you know, it's a big budget movie. Not everything's going to look like the first. Yeah. <laughs> Not everything's going to look like the first Transformers movie or fucking, oh God, what was that dragon movie with Sean Connery? <laughs> dragon Heart? Yeah. You know, not everything is going to look as realistic as that fucking dragon. But, um, but you know, it's to be expected. And two, a lot of the songs that I've heard aren't even on the soundtrack. Like, I need Marvel to release the fucking movie score. They did release and it. Pretty much, no, I mean, the score, the actual score, yeah. not Kent Lamar's soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been listening to it for days. That's what I listen to when I read my Black Panther comic Wait, books what? now. They, they actually have the score out? Yeah, yeah, the score is out. That was the, that was the okay. first thing I looked for when, oh, I, uh, uh, when I got back from the movie. Because that score is amazing. Okay, I take that back. But um, the, yeah, uh, the, the other thing is pretty much whatever music they played that's not on either soundtrack, I need that. Like all the tracks that was played in Series Lab and when they're walking through the town, I need all those tracks. I need mm. that shit in my life. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Other than that, the movie's good. Like no complaints. My only 
problem is that I'm not in the theater watching it again. <laughs> right. So sitting, sitting here talking to you guys. No, no, no. This was a <laughs> given. Like I can put things on hold for you guys. Like yeah. everything else can wait. There you go. All right. So, Joy, what about you, dude? Well, I think there need to be more white people in the movie. Um, <laughs> I'm really sick of this lack of representation. And on that note, uh, good night, everybody. <laughs> Joey, you got three. You got three. Okay, you got three people. Jeez, I'm sorry oh, that, you? but you know what? 2017 years of representation just wasn't enough for me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, I fucking love this movie, and. Uh, Really, the only thing that was disappointing were the fight scenes outside of those two um, scenes where they fight the waterfall, which I thought were fucking fantastic. I like the fight scene in the casino, but I wanted more. I just wanted a little, a little more visceral, like the like his fight scenes in Civil War. Basically, that was it. But I mean, it wasn't. It's not a bad thing, and they weren't bad scenes. They just weren't on the same level. But you know, that's fine. Other than that, I thought it was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I loved the uh, after credit scenes. Um, you know, our theater went fucking nuts when it at the end it says Black Panther will return in Avengers <laughs> Infinity War. And everybody's like, yeah, <laughs> starts like clapping and screaming. And um, like, y'all didn't see the damn trailer. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I right. know. But I think for a lot of people, this might have been their first Marvel movie. So there are a lot of people confused as what the hell was happening in the second. Uh, <laughs> the White Wolf. Um, <laughs> The White Wolf, the second uh, after credit scene, but but that's funny because it ties into the <laughs> the movie again. Which that because yeah. he he was the first he was the first broken white boy she had to fix. So. <laughs> I mean, he said, "Get this man a shield." It, come, like come on, like come on now. But uh, yeah, I mean, I thought it was fucking fantastic. So not very many complaints at all, at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I I will definitely back the uh, the CG and during a fight scene at the end was definitely a little rubbery and when they when they released that clip like a couple of weeks ago uh they said it was like the unfinished footage and because when i first saw the clip i'm like oh god that's that's what that's what we're doing now come on people and then when i saw it in the theater i'm like it does look a little better but it's still you can you can it was better than justice league so yeah <laughs> it's not that bootleg copy of uh, Wolverine Origins. Oh, God. <laughs> Where they hadn't CG'd out the wires yet. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the other thing I didn't like about it is that in the beginning, uh, you know, Michael B. Jordan has that scene at the museum. And, um, uh, and you know, the, he tells that lady, yeah, you know, you, you got your security guards looking at me, but you didn't even check in what you're drinking. And then they show, like, his girlfriend as, like, the... Uh, the girl that works at the coffee place. So when I saw her, I'm like, ooh, this is going to be a good character. I like her. Well, I wonder, I wonder what they're going to get into. And then, boom. Yeah, <laughs> two shots. Her. That's what she got. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you, all right, fine. You can take over Wakanda and dethrone T'Challa. That's fine. Did you have to kill her? Come on. Well, man. he probably saw all the other girls in the movie and was like, yeah, <laughs> she's expendable. <laughs> Once I'm the king, you know. It's like it's okay. I'm gonna go get with the princess. It's it's all good. She'll understand. I don't know, man. I wanted more from that girl. That girl's fine. Same here. I was laughing because one of my friends is actually from Africa, and he posted on Facebook. He's like, uh, "Black Panther comes out, and now y'all are from Africa." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that made me laugh. Um, It's okay. 
But he's also in Pittsfield, so you know, I'm sure it's <laughs> I'm sure it's that's, much worse there than it is elsewhere. That's the opposite of Wakanda. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I can see why he would be complaining because Pittsfield is for hood rats, and I'm sure they're all walking around wearing fucking. I think a meteorite of meth fell on Pittsfield. That's <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, you know, it's funny when people come into my work. You know, they come from everywhere, and I get some people that actually know where Pittsfield is. But they know Pittsfield from like the nineties. And I'm like, oh no. No. It GE left since you've been there and it's a disaster. <laughs> it's like an atomic bomb just exploded all over Pittsfield. Damn. So shout all out right. shout out to any listeners in Pittsfield. We appreciate mm. you. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. up? <laughs> all right. Well, let's give it a score. Yep. On a score of uh zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst. What do you give this movie, uh, Al Sweets? I give it 10 door melages. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Aubrey? I'm going to give it a four a 4.5 out of 5, just because Ooh. I still enjoyed Thor Ragnarok a little bit more. Um, but again, it's a different plane, so right. 4.5. Mark? Uh, yeah, I have to agree with Aubrey. It's like I said, it's not a perfect movie, but it's damn close. So I give it a four point five out of five. If they had let the girl live, if Michael B. Jordan's girlfriend had lived, that would have been that would, that would have been a six point five. That would have been a ten out of five. But uh, yeah, four point five out of five. Oh, I give it five Michael B. Jordan dreadlocks out of five. <laughs> oh, where, now, where do you guys put this in your Marvel movies? Is it top tier or what? Oh, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Let's see. Let me think. Come to me last. Don't have to rate them all. Just what what, what tier is it in? Uh, Mark? Yeah, this is definitely in the top tier. Probably top... Um, God, I don't... It's got to It's got to be like top three. Yeah, it's got to be top three. It's got to be top three. Because it's, like I said before, it's it doesn't... It doesn't quite fit like the normal Marvel movie experience. It is kind of original, but... When you want to, if you want to dive into like plot, character, all of that stuff compared to the other movies, definitely top three. Awesome. Uh, Mr. Al Sweets. Um, I think I said it earlier, but yeah, it's still number two with uh, Thor Ragnarok. Aubrey? I would say it's up in at least my top five. Definitely up in my top five. Not number one, but it's up in my top five. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't think anything has been able to beat Winter Soldier for me yet, but it's definitely in that top tier for me, at least. Well, let's see what happens with Infinity War, man. I think that's <laughs> going to be a, a beast of a film. <laughs> awesome. So that uh, kind of does it for Black Panther. It looks like all of us think you should go see it. Um, other than that, any other recommendations for the listeners out there? We'll start with our special guest. Hey! Sweets. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but I highly recommend Devil Man Cry Baby. I'm two episodes in. That shit is amazing, naughty, and violent as fuck. So, you know, exactly what I like in an anime. Awesome. Is where that- where can people watch that? Is that on Netflix? Yeah, that's definitely on Netflix. And uh yeah, I think yeah, that's the only recommendation I got. Um yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. All right. And how about you, Aubrey? I actually have been reading a book, so I mentioned this earlier, called You Are a Badass, and I think everybody should read it. It's been no secret that I have been a miserable prick lately, 
and, and uh, Word? yeah, and in that um, some days I wish I didn't wake up. Um, but this book has really put a lot into perspective, and um, I cannot recommend it enough. If I had to say that there was a turning point, I would say that this book really helped with that. Um, so I think that everybody should really invest in it. It's only ten dollars, so go buy it. Especially on the Amazon link on our website. Uh, yes, definitely do that. Give these guys your money. Uh, well, give us your one third of a cent from purchasing it through our link. We can use it. Uh, Mark, what about you? Uh, yeah, I want to recommend uh, if you are feeling Black Panther, you want to check out the uh, the new Marvel book or the series that's out now. It's written by Tanahisi Coates and uh, drawn by Brian Stelfreeze, who I got to meet so at good. New York Comic Con. <laughs> Uh, seeing these, like you see the movie, you get to know the characters, and then you get to read their adventures. Um, the storyline that they're doing, the uh, the Dora Milaje has uh, two like renegade uh, members who are like have these badass weapon weaponized suits that are kind of going after the throne. It's really really in depth. And if the movie, uh, if you enjoy the characters in the movie, definitely read the book. There's some badass shit in there. Uh, I Luke Cage and and Misty Knight shows up and uh it's badass it's badass so i'll uh, read the black panther comic book awesome well i will recommend people go to sowizardpodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page uh movie reviews by mark Hellis and adam netflix and other streaming service picks from adam weekly and more sowizardpodcast.com you can listen to us on apple podcasts spotify or just about any podcatching app under the sun and don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or on Podknife.com, which helps other people find the show and helps to drive us up those rankings charts on iTunes. Excuse me, Apple Podcasts. And uh, my suggestion will echo Mark a little bit. I think you should go back and pick up off Amazon maybe the first volume of the Christopher Priest run of Black Panther, which is not just one of the best Black Panther runs in comics history but some of the best comics <laughs> ever um when you get the uh, introduction of everett ross um battling mephisto things with uh dr doom and submariner it's just f- fucking phenomenal run of comics so uh definitely check that out i put a link to it on our facebook page last week so but that's it that's that's my suggestion now mark um we had your i hate you now watch coming up soon but you've decided to change the movie Yes, yes, because uh, originally my I Hate You Now Watch movie was uh, M. Night Shyamalan's classic, The Last Airbender. <laughs> yes, thank you. Uh, but uh, that movie, I, I realize now, when we do these movies, we should probably make movies that are, we should probably do movies that are easily accessible for us and for the listening audience. So, uh, we're not, Last Airbender. So sisters? Say what? So stepsisters. <laughs> so yes. So my hate you now watches Tina Fey, Amy Poehler. No, uh, it's going to be lost. Werewolves on wheels. <laughs> it's going to be lost in space. Uh, the classic. Oh wow. Classic nineteen ninety eight. Matt LeBlanc, Heather Graham, Ugh. William Hurt movie. That um, I'm not going to front. I love this movie it's- so fucking it's much fucking terrible i oh saw in the God. movie theater it's fucking bad i, I saw hate it, you so much Mark. i saw it three times in a the movie theater i'm ready to uh, fight i am ready to why? fight 
because the movie is amazing and everybody hates it. My Ugh. brother keeps trying to get me to recommend uh, Giggly or Jiggly, whatever the fuck the movie's called. <laughs> ben Affleck. Fucking movie uh... with uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jiggly Poof? It's about yeah, Ben it, Affleck it, and it, Jennifer like, Lopez and Pokemon? And calls it Jiggly, but it's got they another all, G uh, in there, so nobody knows what it really is. And yet they still have careers after that movie. Yeah, my brother, he, he's, he swears up and down that I should recommend that. So well, Mark keeps I, his shit up. I'm head. the opposite of Mark. I don't give a shit if the listeners can find the stuff to watch. So <laughs> I just want to punish Mark and Aubrey. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've earned that right to be punished. So, I think so uh, you guys have no idea what's coming for you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear that episode. Yes. Well, all that being said, you have been listening to So Wizard Podcast, episode number 185. And I've been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. So long, citizens of the internet. The expert, Mr. Marquis Markellis Reagans. Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me. Konnichiwa, bitches. And our special guest, Mr. Al Sweets. Bust enough for Wakanda, baby. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Good journey, Wakanda forever.